His hoary frost, his fleecy snow, descend and clothe the ground. Liquid streams forbear to flow, in icy fetters bound. He sends his word and melts the snow, the fields no longer mourn. He calls the warmer gales to blow and bids the spring return. From Isaac Watts, 1674-1748. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for March 25th to April 1st, 2016, the last quarter of the Worm Moon. And here are some calendar events for this quarter moon. March 27th is Easter on the Christian calendar. March 28th, the anniversary of the death of Dwight D. Eisenhower, Supreme Allied Commander in Europe during World War II, 34th President of the United States, President of Columbia University. And on March 30, 1972, the Canadian Navy stopped issuing rum rations. Here are some natural events for this quarter moon. This past week was true to the ancient aphorism, if spring comes, can winter be far behind? And sure enough, the first full day of spring brought a good old-fashioned nor'easter that dumped 8 to 10 inches of snow along the coast, so the crocuses were buried in white, and plaintive calls of morning doves floated through the stormy blasts. The warmth of the sun soon began melting the snow away, though, and the unstoppable March of March resumed, pretty much the way the 17th century English hymn writer Isaac Watts described it. Here's a field and forest report. Flocks of goldfinches, purple finches, chickadees, Song sparrows and fox sparrows are mobbing the bird feeders all day long, while robins and morning doves stalk around on the ground. And then toward evening, the white-tailed deer come for an evening snack and a drink from the bird bath. They look much more healthy and well-fed than they did last March, when the light was nearly gone from their eyes, and you could count each and every rib. Flocks of red wings, starlings, and grackles gather in the trees. They say birds of a feather flock together, but so do birds of different feathers at this season, until they begin to pair up for courting and nesting. For the saltwater report, final sea trials are underway for the USS Zumwalt, built at Bath Ironworks for $4.4 billion out of the pockets of taxpayers. The ship is an untried stealth design, and some have voiced concerns about its seaworthiness and its usefulness in today's international climate, designed for the kinds of wars that are no longer fought. The Navy originally planned to order 32 of these vessels, but when it became clear that the price could exceed $130 billion, they cut the order to two. That amount of money, by the way, could assure that everyone on the planet had clean drinking water and end world hunger for several years, according to estimates by the World Health Organization.
So here's a rank opinion. We have by far the most powerful and expensive military that the world has ever seen, but we still live in fear. Fear of terrorists, fear of immigrants, fear of each other, fear of our government, and fear of other governments. The weapons of war have failed us again and again, and yet we can't stop building them, only to throw them on the scrap heap. It's time to deploy the arsenal of compassion, the armies of doctors and nurses, the battalions of agricultural advisors and clean water specialists, the brigades of builders and teachers, to bind up a frightened and broken world. Then at last, we and the world may be able to sleep without fear. So a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you from Dwight D. Eisenhower, 1890-1969. Every gun that is made, every warship launched, every rocket fired, signifies in the final sense a theft from those who hunger and are not fed, those who are cold and not clothed. And for the American humorist Mark Twain, 1835 to 1910, in the spring, I have counted 136 different kinds of weather inside of 24 hours. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.